Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I'm Andrew. This is a mini today, or I think it's going to be a mini. I have been asked a question, and I wanted to come on and talk a little bit about it. I'm alone today. Zach is in Sydney. Fancy, fancy. A little bit jealous. A little bit of a holiday. Oh, he's probably there on work. All he does is work. Um, but so basically, this is kind of an off-the-cuff mini. So as you all know, Generation You Can is the podcast's sponsor. They also are a big supporter of my athletic journey. And I am a bit of a consultant for them in terms of A, uh, business development and help with, you know, how to put their products across in the best way possible. So, you know, be sure to visit generationyoucan.com.au and use the coupon code breaking the barrier for 15% off. If you're unfamiliar with what Generation You Can is, it is the sports supplements that I use to keep myself running further, faster, harder, longer than I ever thought possible. So Generation You Can uses a patented super starch formula to help your body utilize fat as fuel to give you more energy. So it's not a simple sugar, it's a super starch, which is a type of carbohydrate that helps you really utilize your body in the best way possible. They taste absolutely great. I use Generation You Can snack bars, protein powder, Generation Edge, which is their new gel. I use all of that in conjunction with my hard runs, my long runs, and my races. So part of what I do for Generation You Can is sometimes I give them nutritional and fitness advice in terms of how they can market their product. And I'm, I'm very flattered whenever I get a question from them. And sometimes I get a question from them that, you know, their users or their customers have asked or sent through the website. Now, in this case, I'm going to keep this anonymous, but I was asked a question by one of the Generation You Can marketing specialists. They got a question come through the website. And this question reads, hello. I will run a marathon this June, hoping to run around two hours and 40 minutes. If I chose to use You Can Edge, how much water should I consume throughout the race? Can you drink too much? I've had issues with dehydration in the past using goo, roctane energy gels, and need something new. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. So, okay, so first of all, like I said, Generation You Can Edge, those are the gels. Uh, Goo, of course, is another version of gels. So there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things in this in this question that I want to address. A, you know, to whoever you are wanting to run a two-hour and 40-minute marathon, that is awesome. All the best. Good luck. I really, really would love to hear about that. So if and when you do that, you know, even if you don't hit that goal, I, I'd love to hear how it went. So please reach out to Generation You Can again if you listen to this podcast and let us know how you went. And, you know, if you do use the... Sorry, if you heard that, that was my dog. Uh, Cal's likes to make noise. Uh, if you do use the Generation You Can products on your way to that 240 marathon, really would love to hear about it and would love to have you on the podcast. Okay, so let's let's break this down. So... First of all, if your marathon is in June, so at the time of this recording, we are in early February, well, almost mid-February, so you've got March, April, May, June, so that's four months to go, so you got about 16 weeks depending on when your marathon is in June. So A, I'm assuming if you are entering this marathon with the hopes of running a 240, you have run marathons before, you're an avid runner, because that will, you know, obviously that takes a big, big effort, and so amazing, amazing work whether you're a man or a woman or otherwise, 
I think a 240 marathon. You know, obviously that was the reason why I started this podcast, and I still someday hope to get as close to that as possible. I think, you know, you you have 16 weeks to train. So it's it's short answer is how long is a piece of string, right? So there's no way that we're going to be able to tell you in a short way how you should utilize this nutrition, how you should utilize your hydration. But what we will say, what I will say, my advice to you is to start fueling and practicing your strategy as fast as possible, as in as soon as possible. Don't wait until you're a few weeks out. Don't wait till the race day. If you've got 16 weeks, incorporate it into your long runs now and figure out what works for you because you know, when you're fueling for a race, so I guess that's the crux of this little mini episode. When you're fueling for a race, you have to find what works for you. And you're going to only be able to find that during your training. Because if you don't do it, if you try something new on race day, or if you just don't, you know, train your stomach to deal with certain things, you're not going to be able to understand how your body's going to react. So at the very core, if you're using edge, if you're using any gel, I would say no matter what, absolutely ensure that after you take that gel, you have a couple of mouthfuls of water. You know, you, you, you should because you can wash it down a little bit. Now, gel, you can edge is fairly light. But, you know, with any nutrition that you take during race day, whether it's the edge, whether it's a bar, whether it's, you know, any kind of snack, you want to wash it down with some water so that your body can utilize it as fast as possible. You absolutely can hydrate too much during a race you absolutely can it is possible like if you anybody who's had too much water or too much to drink you know what it's like to know that you've you've consumed too much water right and it's not a nice feeling it bogs you down so the same thing can happen in a race but i would say yes you can drink too much water but during a big race it's you know it's it's going to be hard to do that like it's it's possible, but it's certainly going to be hard. So in terms of hydration, when I am running, what I would recommend, what I do, not necessarily going to work for you. Again, this is why you have to experiment. But I have found that with hydration on a long run, it's if you know you're going to go over an hour, an hour and a half, you probably want to hydrate every anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes, 40 minutes maybe, just depending on how your body goes. So I know that's kind of, again, how long is a piece of string? That's a big, a big timeline there, anywhere between 20 and 40 minutes, every 20 to 40 minutes. If you're running less than an hour, you probably don't need to, but if you're going to take two and two hours and 40 minutes, you probably want to hydrate every 20 or 30 minutes or so. And that correlates to what I would say with hydration, uh, with nutrition, sorry, with nutrition, now I've seen a lot of people do it by distance. I've seen a lot of people do it by time. I tend to try, well, again, it just depends on the race that I'm doing. You know, if it's a steady effort, I'll probably do it by time rather than, mm, yeah, if it's actually a steady distance, I'll probably, a steady effort, I'll probably do it by distance rather than time. But if it's a hard effort, I might do it by time. So you might want to you know, fuel every 30 to 40 minutes during your marathon. And if you're doing a 240 marathon, you're fueling what? What's that? Five or six times? I can't do math. 30, 60, 90, 120, that's four, 30. Yeah, that's about five or six times, right? So after each of those, you're hydrating a little bit. 
And that might be enough. That might be enough hydration for you. But again, it's going to be something that you're going to need to play with on your on your long run. So what I would recommend for anybody out there who's trying to learn how to fuel for a run, my clients, I know that I have a couple of clients coming in to big races and big, you know, big efforts. Practice it. Practice with the, I say, look, you're going to hear two different sides of this coin. My recommendation, practice with the bare minimum first. So in, in other words, don't go ham. Like don't have the idea that you're going to go out for a three hour long run and you're going to consume like 10 gels no matter what. Go the absolute minimum and see how you go. And the thing is, it's not going to be a bad thing if you hit the wall necessarily on those early, early training runs because you're going to suffer, but you're also going to learn how to push through that. And that's really good for mental and physical uh, effort. But, you know, have backups with you. So if you're going out for two, three hour long run, take what you think would be the minimum that you need to fuel. And for me personally, if I'm going out for three hours, the minimum that I will fuel is three gels for a three hour long run. Now, sometimes that works for me. Sometimes I need more but you'll find out really soon. And then you're going to have to replicate that experiment, right? So this is this is what this is. You're experimenting with your nutrition and you're figuring out what it is. And you have to be able to duplicate the results. So if you go out for a three-hour long run and say three or four gels is enough for you, great. Try it again on your next three-hour long run. So in a 16-week program, you're probably going to be able to do a three-hour long run at least twice. Now, that's not going to be the only opportunity that you have to experiment, but that's, you know, if you're running a marathon, you no matter what your time you're aiming for, you're probably not going to want to run longer than three or four hours in one shot just because once you go past that, depending on your, your level of, uh, physical fitness and your genetics, really, you might start to head into diminishing returns. So experiment. The, 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 the short answer out of all this is experiment. If you're looking to do a 240 marathon, it's going to be, I, we can't really answer that, but we can give a recommendation on where to start. So my recommendation, if you're looking for a fast marathon like that, is to start with fueling before the race. My, my, pre-race fueling would be a couple of hours leading up to the race. I'd start with some maybe some corn thins and some peanut butter and a, and a you can snack bar. And then 15, 20 minutes before the race, maybe have another you can snack bar. And then every 30 to 40 minutes after that, I'm taking you can edge and some of the you can hydrate powder uh, mixed in water, which is a great source of electrolytes. But you know, you might not need electrolytes depending on how much you sweat. Like for me, I am a salty sweater, so I need to make sure that I have electrolytes in there at some point. So yeah, it's, it is a hard one, but I would definitely recommend starting experimenting no matter what. So, I mean, if, if there's nothing else that you take away from this podcast, I've seen too many runners try new things on race day and not having practiced enough their hydration their nutrition. It's such an underrated part of training, but it, it like has to be at the forefront. A lot of the times you see projectile, sorry, vomits in, in, a, in a marathon or a hard effort. And that's, it, it's not always because people haven't practiced their fueling, but it, that's a good part of the reason why. 
So make sure that you're practicing. Figure out what works for you. If you want to try edge for your two hour and 40 minute marathon, get a box and experiment and see what works and use it. You know, don't be afraid to use it. You, you, you know, it's your, your, your nutrition is not just going to be saved for race day. So everybody, whatever race that you're planning on, it's a marathon, it's an ultra, it's a 10K, whatever. If you think you're going to fuel for that race, you need to be practicing as soon as possible. If you've got 16 weeks to go, start practicing on week one. This is not the time to worry about calories, right? You're not going to enter into a marathon training plan or an ultra marathon training plan or a hard race training plan. You shouldn't be entering that worrying too much about losing weight or losing body fat. It's like, this is not the time to skimp on that. Like you don't want to actively try to gain weight and you won't if you do it properly, if you do it right, which again, that's, that's a hard thing to say. It's all subjective, but don't skimp, like start now. Yes. Try, start lighter than you think you'll need to, and then work your way up. So with 16 weeks to go, you've got plenty of time to do that trial and error, you know, figure out what that what that looks like for you and then and then go from there. And again, it's kind of not an easy thing to answer and I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry I haven't been able to give you a structured answer, but the truth is it depends. So, look, everybody, in terms of this many, this is just a little bit about fueling and what your strategy could be in terms of how you can plan it out and how important it is to do that. So, Look, that's all I have to say about that. I just wanted to come out and answer that question. I thought it was just an interesting topic that we, you know, we've discussed on the podcast a little bit before, but we, you know, I think every now and then it's a good reminder uh, of what to do and how to practice your fueling and and really that it is not a, you know, a one-size-fits-all thing. It's like you can't ask somebody what will work because what is going to work for somebody is not going to work for you and what's going to not work for somebody might work for you so you've got to you've got to experiment so look all the best for your 240 marathon all the best for everybody out there who are getting ready for races who is getting ready for races who are getting ready for races and look thank you so much for listening to this episode of the breaking the barrier podcast this mini episode of the breaking the barrier podcast hope to see you out there on the roads the trails and the treadmills going above and beyond what you ever thought possible we'll catch you next time